0: Music Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. Because even though they stress us out, we do like to get paid. So, I mean, there's that. But I'd like to say thank you and uh, all that to all of our Patreon patrons who help support Teacher Needs a Drink. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can Support pa- you can support Teacher Needs a Drink on Patreon and get access to over a hundred different pieces of exclusive audio content. There's some new stuff that just went up there a couple days ago. And it's just phenomenal. It's funny. If you like it, there's interviews with hosts old and new. There's stuff dating back for a few years. It is great. Go check it out. And also, if you sign up for Patreon, you get to have your name read like these beautiful people. William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ecabex, Mistress Mischief, Tosh S. Misanthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie X., Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jen Genie, Exhaustive Band Director, Kimberly K., Jessica A., with Love Owners, Amanda F., Ariane L., Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M., Aldrich T., La Scorpionita, Britt M., Teresa H., Biker Teach, Christina B., Jason F., Abby B., Sarah B., Regina N., Josie S., Sam B., Mary E., Kristen W., Vanessa J., Mary C., RJR, Kristen C., Johanna H., Erme A., Nimi N., and Sarah, and hooray! Also, if you can, check out our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to ludlamdramatics.com and you can get all kinds of resources to help out your classroom. All right, folks, I have had a crazy couple of weeks. I just got back from having to be out of town for a few days, and I am exhausted, but I'm back. Classes are going pretty smoothly for me. Things are getting together. I am just physically exhausted. I'm sure none of you know what that's like Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode It's a little bit shorter, but episode number 200 Is coming out very, very soon next week And be prepared for something a little bit more with that Alright my friends, enjoy episode 199 We will get this going
1: Hmm, hmm, (coughs) what do we have? Hmm.
2: Balls, 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 (laughs) balls, 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 balls
0: Which one's that? Oh, <laughs> Wonderwall? No. Yeah. Is that Wonderwall? No, that's the other Oasis. Today was going to be the... or is that Wonderwall?
2: Well, that's after all.
0: Yeah, it is. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll cut out me questioning Buddy, because <laughs> that doesn't need to be in the podcast. Well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, and also with us today, I gave him time to swallow the bite of food, Mr. Count
1: Chocolate. My
0: people, chocolate for everyone. Hello. woo I am glad you guys are here. We're sitting around my table and munching and having drinks and catching up and we tell half our stories off the podcast and we have to revise them and make sure they're appropriate to tell on the podcast Yeah. Oh, as I burp. Ooh, it's a date. I have to edit this episode apparently. Mm, All right. So we're going to go ahead and start today with a story from the Reddits. This is from user Almond Croissant and it's titled High School Student Who Doesn't Know Letters. This is my second year teaching ninth grade biology, and I have a student with a one-to-one para. No big deal. I had several last year, and it was fine. But this student doesn't know his letters or numbers, does not know how to type, and is occasionally nonverbal. His para keeps asking me how to modify things for him, but I don't know. We also don't have his IEP from his previous school yet. Last year's paras would ask questions, but mostly they knew how to modify things for students. I asked each student to write me a short letter about themselves as an introduction. The para asked me what she should do for this student. I suggested that he dictate the letter to her. She said that won't work. Well, what about him having just just draw pictures? Not that either. How about speech to text or voice recording? She said no to that too. She seems nice, just unsure and inexperienced. She also answers questions that I ask in class, which is annoying, but that's not the problem right now. (laughs) Oh, I've had that person. I already have alternate versions of every assignment for ELLs and students with learning disabilities. Easier reading passages, more scaffolding questions, but how do you make assignments for a kid who has no reliable way to respond? And how much of that is the pair's responsibility? We do have a science class for students with more intense needs, and I'm wondering if he will be moved there, but for the time being I need to figure out how to teach him biology in a class with 30 other kids." Uh, extended ethnic. I have talked to the student's case manager and what little information I have from him, but he doesn't know much either. I don't know how the student got a para before we got his IEP either. The student is able to understand and respond in words or gestures to basic prompts like how are you and which color folder would you like and raise your hand if you would like me to play music. But that's about it. So friends, what do you guys think? How do you deal with the student? Because I know it's a blessing when you have a para who really can handle it, but generally you will have to do some modifications too, but when you have the IEP, it'll say, okay, this student can use text-to-speech on their iPad, or they can do whatever. They can have someone who writes it down for them. They can have a scribe in there. But if there's nothing, and they somehow managed to get a para, I wonder what issues they had that the parents were able to get a para on board so early in the years. But, buddy, Count? I this is
2: baffling because like my first thought was go to the case manager the student's sped case manager and ask you know what if they have any more information about what to expect that the student is or is not capable of I mean it's I know it's hard before you have the IEP or if they haven't had an ARD meeting yet but yeah it, I would also be asking the case manager like what can I expect from the paras in terms of help for this student because it does vary from kid to kid but it kind of i'm kind of confused as to why this person is with this student if they're not assisting with anything um and like not trying to get anybody in trouble or anything but just like you know i need to know where the where the boundaries are so that i can play within them um Maybe something like if there's a tablet that you could do, like a, a choice board or something, like have the student point to things like a picture board on an iPad or something to answer questions. Or, I mean, like if drawing or writing isn't an option, you know, can they point, you know, this or that kind of thing? I, I don't know. This is I, – I would go talk to the SPED, like the head of SPED for your campus or your district and say, hey, you know – I want to be able to serve this student to the best of my ability, but I'm at a loss. You know, help me out here.
0: Yeah, I think the thing that I struggle with with this one is there's a lot of information I feel is missing that I need. Mm -hmm. Um, When the para says no, is this because the para is unwilling or doesn't want to write this down or doesn't want to dictate? Or is this because the student is refusing to use these tools or is nonverbal and won't talk? Yeah. And without that information like part of me when you said that the para answers the questions that you ask the kids in class well maybe this is an inexperienced para because i've had student teachers i've had other people in fact i'm asking the students a question to gauge their information not the parent in the back who's sitting in like oh i can tell you about the alamo no (laughs) i'm sure you can that's great these are the kids who need to learn though so i don't know i feel like there's a lot of missing info count what are you thinking from so the
1: counseling I, side of this, I, I rarely say this, but I feel like you really have to 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 lower your expectation of what you can do for this student. I feel like, as you indicated in the reading, or in the in, in what you wrote, that you they may get moved to um, like an alternate type of a classroom, um, a little bit more intensive, simply because they can't expect you to be able to facilitate learning with the student and there's no way to accurately assess or have them respond in a way that indicates that they understand or they're comprehending. And I'm sure they can or they do, but that in your classroom, like you said, with 30 students, (coughs) even if there is an aide or a SPED para in there with you, that is going to require a lot more hands-on than what you can actually do in a class of thirty students.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I wouldn't be surprised once paperwork arrives, hopefully within the next week, if it shows that oh yeah, we need to change some of this because there's some additional supports that are going to be needed, and I don't think that's going to be uh, feasible in a gen ed or even a modified classroom setting. I just can't see that happening. Um, but I kudos to you for for reaching out and trying to. Find whatever creative lanes you can to help foster some some kind of learning and growth with the student, and hopefully, um, we we see some really good results over time with this one. But I just don't see them coming from your class simply because of the setup and what apparently is going to be needed for, to to serve this student.
0: I would almost feel that until this IEP does come in, as long as this student is not direct disruptive, and you've probably and you have discussed with the sped coach about the para situation what they can do or can't do, you might just have to let the student just kind of be and be in the classroom for a little bit. And honestly, if it takes more than a week or two to get this IEP, you do need to speak up and make sure the student gets their needs because no student needs to be left behind, but they do need to make sure we have the modifications and that's so they could learn something or at least to the best of their abilities. Because everyone deserves an education, no matter what, no matter what they are. But, like Helen said, sometimes you just have to set your expectations where they appropriately belong. Sometimes they need to be higher, sometimes they need to be lower, but it's always for the benefit of the child. But I'm bum! Hey guys, guess what? What's up? What? We have a Patreon. That sounds amazing. It is beautiful. For as little as five dollars a month, you can sign up for our Patreon and get all kinds of access to extra bonus episodes of Teacher Needs a Drink. We have interviews with the host. We have hidden episodes, lost episodes. We have some of the very first ones. We're about to hit 200, so there's a lot. So the fact that we have over a hundred bonus episodes and we've almost done. Two that's almost 300 hours of Teacher Needs a Drink you can listen to. Maybe not 300 hours, because most of them are half hour. But forget about that. That's almost 300 episodes of content <laughs> you can hear. Anyway, you can sign up through Spotify now, and it's amazing. So um, sign up and do it now! Woo-hoo! Woohoo! All right, my friends. Would you rather show up to every job interview smelling like marijuana? or toast your own hand in the toaster. I'm assuming one of these is every time and one of these is a one-time thing, but would you rather show up to every job interview smelling like marijuana or toast your own hand in the toaster, bunny?
2: <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the marijuana smell. Yeah, we knew you Like were. I, I don't know, burns are... Yeah, no, I will I will deal with the humiliation rather than... <laughs> You're
0: not going to be yeah. Michael Scott and stepping in your toaster because you like fresh bacon every morning? Yeah,
2: or? no, no, hard no.
0: <laughs> what about you, Count? I'm going to show up. <laughs> I'm going to kick all my alcohol cans. We now. sound like the Dollar Movie Theater in right here. Just cans and <laughs> <of laughs> bottles rolling down the aisles.
1: <laughs> I'm going to show up to every interview smelling like marijuana. And I'm looking for a lovely bunny loophole, and I'm just hoping that most of these interviews can be online or ah, via whatever, via Zoom, Um, and I'm working from home. I just, I don't see the, I don't know, I, I could I could say how long do I have to toast my hand for, but I don't want to burn my hand, I like my hands. So I'm just going to have, you're just going to. I hope you've got a sinus infection that day we have that and you can't smell a damn thing because I'm going to come in there <laughs> smelling like the best We I hope you ask me where I got it from. Mm-hmm. It smells that great. But. Count, you're skunky. Where'd you go? That's really <laughs> dank today, Count. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because I was thinking, well, for educational interviews, that's definitely a downside. But however, I did know some California teachers who had their California medical card for anxiety. And part of their medical doctor prescription was to have some THC in low dose so they could have their gummies in their purse at school or pop one before. And if anyone asked, here's my card, here's my doctor's note. And i like, well, there are teachers who take even worse stuff that meant alter your mind even more that. They prescribe and Anyway. Preach. But I'm thinking (laughs) THC isn't the worst thing in the world. I'm an advocate. I have my medical card. And I have two medical cards from different states. They're beautiful and legitimate. (laughs) And the best thing about it is, well, I don't have to smell... But I think I've also thought about leaving teaching a lot. And there's a lot of communities where they just don't care as much. Where as long as you're proficient at your job and you can do what you do, they don't really care what you... Well, they do care what you smell like, but they'll put you in the back with the other trolls. It'll be fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe if I'm going to go work for like a dispensary or something... I wouldn't mind, but I don't think I want to do that. So I'm going to toast my hand in the toaster. But here is my... Oh, just listen. I got this toaster over here. I got it after I was divorced. So it's about six, seven years old at this point. And it's a good Costco toaster. It was like a $14.99 or something six years ago. And it has this bagel setting that magically makes the toaster toaster worthless. If you hit this bagel (laughs) setting even with the bagel, you got a cold-ass bagel coming out in a little bit. And I try, like, every so often I'll forget about the bagel button because we don't use it. But we got a bunch of bagels this weekend and it was toasting. I was like, I'll use the bagel button. My daughter was like, don't do it, Dad. I was like, I'm going to do it. And I hit it. She's like, the bagel's cold. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'll toast it properly. So I know if I got to put my hand in there for the two minutes, it's on bagel mode. I might have some scabs, but it's a one-time thing. And I will get all the jobs because I smell fresh and clean. Fresh and clean. Fresh and (laughs) and clean, clean, clean. Alright, folks. Well, thank you for joining another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I think my hosts are with me today. Big thank you to you, Sir Count. Oh,
1: I am just so glad to be here, Elvis. Thank you for e- Oh, gosh, let's try this again. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to be here, Elvis. Thank you for including me. I'm glad
0: you're here too. And Ms. Bunny, I'm glad you were here as well.
2: And thank you for having me back again. It was a pleasure, as always. As
0: always. (laughs) All right, friends, everyone out there, take care of yourselves and your mental health. Uh, Therapy is usually included in counseling as part of educational health insurance. So use that. Make sure you're using your health insurance, get the benefits, and take care of your brain because we need you around no matter what. All right, friends, everyone out there, deep drinks, deep breaths, deep drinks, (laughs) cheers! Bang, bang, All right, my friends, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Be sure, if you can, to take a chance to go check out our Patreon. We just have a new exclusive that just got released not too long ago. And also, there's more stuff coming our way. Check out our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. And of course, the thing I'm most excited about, our 200th episode is coming out next week, and I am very excited. It's a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, and we'll share it all with you guys when you get there. So take care of yourselves, and cheers, everybody!